Hi there, this is Omar Crook, host of Living with a Genius. I want to personally thank you for your financial support. Your donation helps keep this show chugging right along, and I truly couldn't do it without you. As always, thanks for listening. Be kind, do good work, and until next time. Here's Living with a Genius for May 31st, 2020. It's the birthday of iconic American poet Walt Whitman, born on this day in 1819 in West Hills, New York. Walt Whitman was the second child in a family of 11 and grew up in the Brooklyn District of New York and Long Island. At the age of 12, Whitman began learning to work as a printer, and it was around this time that he discovered a great passion for literature. Largely self-taught, he read voraciously, including works by the great classic writers Homer, Dante, Shakespeare, and the Bible. After a devastating fire in the printing district of New York, Whitman was left without a job, but in 1836, at the age of 17, began his career as a teacher in the one-room schoolhouses of Long Island. Whitman continued to teach until 1841 when he turned to journalism as a full-time career, founding a weekly newspaper, The Long Islander, and later becoming an editor to a number of Brooklyn and New York papers. In 1848, Whitman left the Brooklyn Daily Eagle to become editor of the New Orleans Crescent. In New Orleans, Whitman became witness to the practice of slavery in the city and was repulsed by what he saw. Whitman opposed the extension of slavery, though did not always support the abolitionists over concerns about their commitment to democracy. He closely followed politics throughout his life. He returned to Brooklyn in the fall of 1848, where he founded a free soil newspaper, the Brooklyn Freeman. As well as journalism, Whitman became absorbed in poetry, writing in a unique and distinctive style, and in 1855 finished his seminal work, Leaves of Grass, which consisted of 12 sections. He published the volume himself and sent a copy to Ralph Waldo Emerson in July of 1855, who was astonished by the unique style of Whitman. He had this to say, I'm not blind to the worth of the wonderful gift of Leaves of Grass. I find it the most extraordinary piece of wit and wisdom that America has yet contributed. I'm very happy in reading it, as great power makes us happy. Emerson praised the volume both publicly and extensively, helping Whitman gain greater recognition. In 1856, Whitman released a second edition, containing 33 poems, a letter from Emerson praising the first edition, and a long open letter by Whitman in response. During his subsequent career, Whitman continued to refine the volume, publishing several more editions of the book. At the outbreak of the Civil War, Whitman wrote, Beat, Beat, Drums, a patriotic poem and rally call for the North. During the war, he wrote freelance journalism and visited the wounded around New York hospitals. In 1862, he traveled to Washington, D.C. to first find and then care for his war-wounded brother. Overcome by the suffering he witnessed, Whitman decided to stay and work in the hospitals, dressing wounds and giving solace to the injured. These experiences led to the poems in his 1865 publication, Drum Taps, which includes When Lilacs Last in the Dooryard Bloomed, Whitman's Elegy for President Lincoln. However, despite his first-hand witness of human suffering, Whitman's poetry always contained the entire range of human emotions, writing also of joy, 
and the unending capacity of the human spirit, poignantly illustrated in this verse from Whitman's A Song of Joy. Oh, the joy of that vast elemental sympathy which only the human soul is capable of generating and emitting in steady and limitless floods. Whitman stayed in Washington for 11 years, working as a clerk for the Department of the Interior, which ended suddenly when the Secretary of the Interior, James Harlan, discovered that Whitman was indeed the author of Leaves of Grass, which Harlan found offensive. Whitman was subsequently fired, adding to Whitman's financial struggles, which he sadly faced through most of his life. While in Washington, Whitman lived on a clerk's salary and modest royalties and spent any excess money, including gifts from friends, to buy supplies for the patients he nursed. He had also been sending money to his widowed mother and invalid brother. From time to time, writers both in the States and in England sent him purses of money so that he could get by. In the early 1870s, Whitman settled in Camden, where he had come to visit his dying mother at his brother's house. However, after suffering a stroke, Whitman found it impossible to return to Washington. He stayed with his brother until the 1882 publication of Leaves of Grass, which finally gave Whitman enough money to buy a home in Camden. In the simple two-story house, Whitman spent his declining years working on additions and revisions to a new edition of the book and preparing his final volume of poems and prose, Goodbye, My Fancy, of 1891. Whitman died on March 26, 1892. I bequeath myself to the dirt to grow from the grass I love. If you want me again, look for me under your boot soles. You will hardly know who I am or what I mean. But I shall be good health to you nevertheless, and filter and fiber your blood. Failing to fetch me at first, keep encouraged. Missing me one place, search another. I stop somewhere waiting for you. The last few stanzas from Walt Whitman's heartbreakingly beautiful and iconic poem, Song of Myself. Thanks for listening. Be kind. Do good work. And until next time.